You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day, pod lovers, podcasters, podlings, and welcome to Behind the Podcast, the podcast that opens the studio doors and takes a peek behind the microphone to tell you, the listener, the producer, the creator, the aficionado, what's happening in the podverse. I'm Jules, and with me, as always, is Stocks. Hello. Okay, Stocks, so we're wrapping up 2022. All the lists are out, TV shows, movies, everyone's done their own, so we thought we'd jump in on the action as well and talk about our top five podcasts of the year each. Yep, something different. Um, We've never said we were original (laughs) people. Uh, we're good at appropriating ideas, so here it is. This is um, Jules and I, and maybe we've got a little surprise for you at the end. Yep. Uh, we will run through our five five of our favourites from a year. Yeah, that's right. And obviously, we've not got the best, not the worst, just five of our favourites. It doesn't even have to be something that was released this year necessarily. It no. could be, you know, something that you've discovered along the way that just kind of, you know, sprung a fancy for you, or, or whatever the case may be. But would you like to kick things off? Okay, I want to start um, by saying also that your voice is a little deeper than usual. Would that yes. be due to um, consumption of alcohol and karaoke last night? Yes, revelry was had uh, at the end of year Christmas party. Um, I have confirmed indeed the long-held belief that I'm not a good singer. Um, well, can we just, before we start, what did you sing? Oh, it ended up being Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain. <sighs> Duet? Solo? Just solo. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Won't be singing that one again. Won't be doing too much singing in the future, I don't think, just for the benefit of all mankind, really. Damn. (laughs) All right, let's kick it off. So my first one is Things Fell Apart. This is a BBC podcast. It's hosted by John Ronson. It's an eight-episode limited series, and it has a bonus interview with Louis Theroux interviewing John Ronson about the series. Oh, wow. I mean, this is a brilliant podcast. Um, It... It's so it's basically sold as extraordinary human stories behind America's culture wars. So John Ronson's an acclaimed writer and a podcaster, but he goes down the track of sort of going back to middle of the 20th century and exploring these sort of pebbles in the lake that have changed the way the world is now. Why do we have these bloody culture wars in the US? Why is the far Christian right anti-abortion? They weren't. And how did that happen? And how did things become so politicized? I mean, it's absolutely incredible. It's and you find and he basically goes and finds the real people at the heart of America's most vicious culture wars, from sex education, gay liberation to legal abortion and beyond. Right? I mean, that's what it says on the box. It is. It blew, this blew my mind. This podcast. Okay. Yeah, this is definitely the one that had the most impact. If you just listen to the first episode about basically a father and son who wanted to get into Hollywood, and the way they got into it was making these Christian documentaries, and then they found an angle, and then they wasn't even successful, and just. This snowball of things that happened, and then basically, this is they found their lane was this anti abortion wow. angle, and it just it turned into something else. So, I reckon if you just want to put your toe in the water, listen to the first one. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Yep, but if it's for you, you'll be hooked within minutes. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. All right, well, I've got one sort of on a similar uh tact, I suppose. One thing I've tried to do with my list this could be all ringer podcasts. 
you know, if yes. I'm honest, I, they Guilty. do populate a lot of my uh, most listened to lists for the end of 2022 and every other year for that matter. But look, I've tried to kind of go away from those a little bit with the exception of one, uh, Plain English with Derek Thompson. I think we've discussed this maybe in the past. You've referenced it, yes. Yeah, I absolutely love it. It's uh, tech culture and political writer from the Atlantic, uh, Derek Thompson, name in the title. Um, it's just such a well-researched uh, show. There's one topic per episode they usually kind of bring out two a week um, but he just puts so much research in it's incredible data to sort of make his arguments and he always argues you know for and against tries to look at both sides and usually has a guest on um, who is some you know an expert in the field and in some capacity um, but some of the recent topics that they've covered and some of the, the really interesting ones have been you know one looking into the four-day work week which is obviously getting a lot of buzz around the world having had some really successful trials in, in various countries and states um, the fall of FTX, the the crypto trading platform, obviously is another one that's in the media quite a bit. So he looks at uh, the the founder of that company um, and his sort of effective altruism and and that sort of philosophy, carbon removal technology, which is fascinating. Even yeah, you know, all all sorts of things. He covers a, a real dearth of topics, so highly highly recommend. And what's one. the sort of length of the show? They're generally around like half an hour to an hour. They'd never be more than an hour, but depending on what the topic is, you know, a couple of them he has like a bit of a longer, you know, multi episode. So he he did one um, on cryptocurrency specifically, and he did you know two episodes for that, which one was for and one was kind of against it. Um, so yeah, really 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 worth listening. Does he does he have a particular? Um lane that you think he's strongest in is it tech is it um culture or is it um... i think probably the tech tech is is strong but yeah just general general anything that kind of permeates the culture really i mean like he did one talking about the effects of social media um and all of the things like you know tiktok and and instagram and whatever particularly around young minds and just how much of an effect negative realistically it's it's going to have on on these kids in the future um, and I think, you know, like we're of an age where we sort of had matured a fair bit before social media came out. I mean, I can't even imagine being a young kid, you know, in this day and age with, with what they have to go through on social media and what it opens them up to. Um, but yeah, no, fascinating stuff. Mm. I did listen to one when you put me onto him and it was um, the instant reaction pod to midterm election winners and losers. Surprise yeah. And take, surprise takeaways. Really interesting. Really yeah. Good. So I, I do really like the format. And I, I, I like the way he approaches and he thinks. It's a critical thinker, but I just wasn't sure. Yeah. yeah so that's really helpful. It, it, is, it is American leaning, obviously. Of course, like, yeah. Heavily. So, yeah, I mean, some of those political things, if you're particularly interested in American politics, you know, great. He really sort of goes hard on those sorts of things. And, and yeah, but if, if, you know, American politics isn't your thing, there's a multitude of other subjects that he covers as well. Brilliant. We'll check it out. All right. Next up for me is, well, let's stay on the ringer, actually. I'll just jump around a little bit here. So, again, could have gone top to bottom uh, as per you. Bloody hell, that's embarrassing. (laughs) So, I've gone with the mismatch. So, we were talking about NBA podcasts last week. I'm talking about how there's a lot of them out there. And it's a crowded space and two people talking about NBA is a bit of a thing. And there's, I guess, also you've got the hot take Ism in particularly in American sports coverage, yeah, where someone like a Stephen A. Smith, uh, Skip Bayless, all these people have made a living, and we sort of see it, I guess, to a degree in even in Australian political coverage like Sky News, Andrew Bolt, people like that. Yeah, I'm going to have yep. a hot take. Yeah, um, so a lot of these shows in the US are two people having hot takes and going hell for leather and just being contrarians. Yeah, now this show does sort of fall into that 
this category, it lives up to its name, The Mismatch. You've got two hosts, Ke- Chris Vernon and Kevin O'Connor. Uh, it's a ringer podcast. It's twice a week and it's NBA, 100% NBA focused. Uh, but it stands out because it's an intelligent conversation. They're not hot taking it. They yeah. definitely have a healthy respect for each other. I think they've been doing the show for about six years now. Yeah. So they've got a healthy respect to each other, but they come from completely different Absolutely. worlds. Absolutely. So Chris Vernon lives in Memphis, is in his 40s. He's a traditional media guy. He's worked with a team for his entire career. I think it's the Memphis Grizzlies. So yeah. it's a small market team, small town team. It's the only professional team in town. It's the biggest deal and it's the biggest part of his life and he's been there since day one. I think he's their radio guy, he's their announcer, he's got all this stuff going on. So he's giving you insights from traditional media. He's giving you insights from behind the team. Like he's very close to the team. These people who work on these teams, as we were talking last week with mm-hmm. this NBA mm-hmm. official podcast, uh, quite not biased, they have this incredible amount of access to what goes on behind the scenes and they've got to be careful. So he gives insights from that perspective of say, if your head coach loses the trust of the star player, he's gone. Yeah. Um, he's got insights like that. So that's his perspective, which I find fascinating, old school sort of NBA. And then on the flip side, you've got Kevin O'Connor. So he's a young... Kevin 07, Kevin, Kevin Obama. Kevin Obama, Kevin O'Climber. Yeah. Kevin O'Concert. So he's um, more of a sort of... He's a, from Boston. Yeah. Late 20s. Yeah, real, real sort of data, X's and O's. Data guy. guy, also like a musician, just a bit mm-hmm. never played, not really around, d- deliberately not too close to teams. He's close to the players, but yeah, he's a data guy, um, video analyst, right? Although, like, analyzes things in terms of data, um, puts cuts videos together, um, very much of this modern school of approaching basketball from an, a numbers perspective, yeah. analytics yeah. perspective, but also just a very much, oh, well, if you're not winning, just blow the team up. Yeah. Whereas a Chris Vernon sitting there going, well, no, no, this team means a lot to people. You don't have to be winning a championship every year. It should be a goal, yeah. but just the team being successful and, yeah. is a community thing. Mm-hmm. Is also, so they're constantly actually loggerheads over, over things, but not in a hot takey way, not a contrarian way. It's in a generational way and it's in a respectful way. Yeah. And I love this podcast because I think you do get these two perspectives and at times they both shit me. Yeah. Um, their takes will annoy me and their <laughs> arguments sometimes like, oh, okay. But I really like it because I think it's quite thought-provoking uh, and it is it is one that I just go, I have to listen to what they've got to say. Yeah, I didn't get into it initially. You know, it's, it's taken me a long time and I sort of listened to a few and, and to be honest, like Chris Vernon, his voice just really annoyed me quite a bit and he's got that real sort of, you know, American... Memphis Raw. Yeah, yeah, but... Recently, I've just sort of, you know, picked up a couple because they've been talking about something I've been interested in, you know, probably the sixes or whatever. So I'll dial into those episodes. But they really, they are starting to grow on me. And that kind of dynamic, as you mentioned, between the two of them, they are, you know, chalk and cheese themselves. Mm. So that that sort of really works well together in the show. And you start to get used to his voice a bit more. So it makes it a bit easier. But yeah, I agree with what you've said about it. Yeah. All right. I have got one with a bit of a pop cultural uh, tilt, I suppose. This one was recommended to me by a longtime listener of the show, Jimmy. Um, He sent through this recommendation. Jimmy Mack. It's called We Didn't Start the Fire. Now, it's hosted by Katie Puckrick and Tom Fordyce. It's released weekly. So, essentially, this has been... Uh, earmarked as a two-year-long project. The reason for the length being so specific is that 
as the name would suggest, we didn't start the fire. This is taken from the Billy Joel song. 118 different name. references, is it? That's right. Yeah. So each week idea. they will go through each of the, the names, topics, whatever brought up within that classic 80s song and it's just it's hilarious i mean it starts off with uh truman president truman and then just you know goes on and on and on so and it's, it's close to being that song from memory is close to being chronological but it's not quite yeah i think there's probably some liberty liberties taken around you know rhyming and, and whatnot but yeah i mean it's pretty close to yeah it. of course <laughs> yeah but i mean it's amazing like they have a they have an expert on whatever the topic is each episode as well so they come in and, and help them kind of you know really go deeper on the thing and end up being about you know half an hour to an hour as well um but just fascinating kind of format to get around you know modern history post post wars i think it's one of the most brilliant concepts for a show because you're capturing exactly an audience straight away people know exactly what the show is and it's such a smart way into history yeah definitely and it's topics that you might not have otherwise looked into too much you know the second one obviously doris day was a fascinating episode as well i didn't know anything about doris day other than that song and you know a wham song or whatever um but yeah just an incredible person really yeah and tom fortis is he from a peter crouch podcast that's right yeah. that's right so, so he's already got a place in our hearts but that's it exactly from, right so look highly recommend that one i've just started it i'm listening to him from you know start to finish i'm planning on going through each one yep uh the the person jimmy recommended it is sort of picking and choosing which ones he wants to listen to first Mm. just based on what his interest levels are yeah but i imagine at some stage might delve into some of the things that aren't quite you know on his radar maybe might be nice for growth but we'll see no i doubt it i doubt it (laughs) but yeah look i've listened to the hula hoop one and i went in by my metric which is the shortest episode i could find on the early (laughs) scroll was hula hoops I, i thought it was brilliant so it is a very good format where you've got two hosts, but you've got an expert. The expert for the hula hoop had done a whole documentary about the hula hoop and the frisbee. So it was fascinating, absolutely, yeah. absolutely fascinating. I'm this would be my holiday recommendation of what I'm going to try and get through. Yeah, yeah easy one to sort of pick up at any time. And and look, their ultimate goal, I guess, is to have Billy Joel on the show, and oh. hopefully they're able to get him. I think he'd be quite impressed by this achievement. <laughs> Okay, next one for me is if you've sat in a meeting with me as a podcaster or as a person commissioning a podcast or as someone even podcast adjacent, I've probably referenced this podcast to you. It's The Diary of a CEO with Steve Bartlett. It's a couple of years old now, this podcast. I It used to be a sneaky secret of mine. It's mm. now it's just so big. It's yeah, such a juggernaut, this podcast. So it's sold as an unfiltered journey into the remarkable stories of the people of defined culture, achievement, achieved greatness and created stories worth studying. So he publishes this on Anchor FM. So it's a video and audio podcast. So okay. it's done very well because and also if you talk to anyone at Spotify, uh, particularly the people who are trying to push the Anchor platform, they'll reference this podcast as this is what you should do. Yeah, best practice. Yeah. So Bartlett's a very impressive man. So in 2013, he founded Warpark. In 2014, he co-founded The Social Chain, which was a social media marketing company. It was based in Manchester, UK. He's a Manchester guy. He's got a lot of Manchester United references in there and did so with this guy, Dominic McGregor. Anyway, this show, uh, this company blew up. Uh, he's no longer the CEO. I believe he still owns it. And he also has been on things like Dragon's Den so okay. in the UK. So he's got a really high profile uh, and he's got an incredibly, he's an incredibly interesting guy. 
And basically, it's a twice a week. He, twice a week, he does interviews. Plus, he does the bonus mini apps in between. Very interesting. He'll get someone like Sir Richard Branson, but he also get on someone like Billy McFarlane from a Fire Festival. Right, the infamous Billy. That's right. Or Jimmy Carr or Christian Horner, the F1 Red Bull team principal really intelligent conversations he sprinkles in a lot of his wisdom and personal experiences into it and he does seem and he gives some insights into his journeys his fears and his success but he does like to get into the sort of worst moments you had Mm -hmm. in terms of how did you deal with what adversity did you come into and he seems to get really quite quite engaging quite different interviews out of people I'm a, I'm a massive fan of this and I pretty much would listen to anything he does. I don't have the capacity to just choose through them all. Yeah. So do pick and choose, but I'm picking and choosing more on when if I'm available to watch it, listen to it, or if it's someone I really want to hear. Um, my main criticism on it is the guests, and this is just, you know, the, the guests are skewed male. Uh-huh. Like you really, he's had some female guests on, but you really got to sort of scroll Fun. through and then you maybe get three women in a row. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Did, so, did someone get in your ear? <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's brilliant podcast. I I, I really like it. Yeah, okay. I reference it because of the way it's made. I think it's a it's a fantastic reference for someone who's coming in and going. I want to be. Jo- I want to do. Give me a reference. What your podcast is like? Oh, Joe Rogan used to be. I get a lot of Hamish That's and right. Andy and go. Hey, have a look at this because this is a little different. Um, and you don't have to do the show he's doing, but the way he's doing it, I think, is is a fantastic reference point. It's something a lot of podcasters should aspire to do. The way he's delivering his show. Okay, yeah. brilliant one. Yeah. All right. From the ad integration through to the filming it through to the way he's doing the mini episodes, it's yeah, it's um, I think he's doing it. He's doing it in a very smart way, and not a huge surprise. A guy coming from uh, made his way in life with a social media marketing agency. Yeah, that he might be good at sort of you know working the system and and knowing it's the best way to do things. Yeah. yeah, have a look at how he's doing it. I guess that's what I'd say to anyone who's serious about podcasting. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. My next one also musical in nature is called song exploder have you ever heard of this i've heard of it i've never heard it so this is uh hosted by herakesh herway they're sort of sorry what was the name uh herakesh <laughs> herway thank you i think i've done that right i, I think you have it's I, just a otherwise if i butchered it i do apologize a lot of h's yeah but they're 15, 20 minute episodes. They're not dedicated to pronouncing the name the whole episode. They generally go into a song. Um, the songs that they've chosen, you know, it'll be one song per episode. They're kind of, um, you know, that sort of mid uh, 2000s onwards. It seems to be the, the most common sort of space. So, like, think um, all of that indie rock that came out in those sort of glory days, like Franz Ferdinand, MGMT, all that sort of stuff. Oh, your bag. My absolute wheelhouse. So, you can imagine why I was so attracted to this show. But, yeah, as I said, 15, 20 minutes. What's great about it is it's done with the artists themselves. Oh, with the artists? Yeah, and they break down the song, how they wrote it, what it's about, like all of these little things. So In 15 to 20 minutes? Yeah, that's right. I love the I love the form factor on this. Yeah. It's so – it's not really necessarily respectful but it's so non unself-indulgent that's to right do. i've got vampire weekend and i'm going to talk to you for 15 to 20 minutes yeah yeah that's amazing yeah oh, i really so what is there a structure format to the show to an oh, episode or not not really a, a structure or format that sort of stands out i guess it's like you know how did the song come to be and yeah, what was and the process behind writing it and i mean some of these songs you know the the artists have been tinkering with them for years some of them come to them in half an hour yeah, or sort of yeah. anywhere in between it's incredible um but you know as you, you mentioned vampire weekend before i'm a huge fan so i went and listened to that one the the lead singer from that band is just such an intelligent guy and hearing the way like the the reasoning behind his lyrics is just incredible and you just think wow what a 
interesting bloke this guy would be to sit next to at a dinner party and also just make itself incredibly inadequate mentally so but yeah Haim is another band I love but even you know someone like Hans Zimmer yeah what's the deal they did Hans Zimmer yeah so he explains uh, talks through the Dune soundtrack that he did so if you've seen the movie Dune oh it's mind blowing that the audio got an incredible soundtrack that goes with it so it's really really worth a listen I would say you know you can whack it on anytime anytime you're doing something quick around the house or whatever because because it is such short episodes, but yeah, a lot, lot packed into the time. All right, that's going to get a go. Okay, this is a podcast I've referenced a few times, or at least I'm going to say I've referenced half of one of the one of the two guys who makes it. It's Dithering. So this is my subscription podcast that I have. Uh-huh. This is the only one I subscribe to. It's five bucks a month, but it's fifty bucks annually. Yep. I paid the fifty bucks. This is US dollars. The hosts are Ben Thompson of Stratechery fame, and I've referenced Stratechery, and then John Gruber. So between the two, these two guys are hyper intelligent guys. They used to go on each other's podcasts frequently, and they're publishing. So they're publishing. They were publishing three episodes of Dithering a week. Now what they're doing is they're doing two. But the way in to get this, instead of spending the fifty bucks on Dithering, spend the fifty bucks with Stratechery. Then you get the Stratechery. Newsletter. Newsletter. Yeah. And then you get the audio version of the Stratechery newsletter as well, which is, I think you're going to get about six pieces of content a week for that. So, five bucks a month, this is really good value. Okay, good hack. So, the idea with uh, Dithering is they run at a real tight ship. This is a 15-minute podcast. Uh-huh. Like, it runs 15 minutes. They don't fuck around. You're not getting 14-minute ones. You're not getting 15-minute yeah, okay, right. ones. It's running to 15. <laughs> And it's got a beautiful little intro, outro sting. It's just this sound. It's a really cool sound. You have to listen. Go check it out and listen. But they talk tech. Um, John Gruber's specialty is Apple. Ben Thompson's, I guess, he's Apple, but Facebook, aggregation theory, social media. So they talk about things in social media, the business side of tech business, and then things that might have some impacts on the world, like things that have gone on with, say, the US blocking certain levels of chips to be sold chip technology we sold to china and how yep. that works so ben thompson's from the midwest he's from milwaukee in the u.s but he lives in taiwan so he also okay. gives you an interesting perspective and then john gruber's from philadelphia yeah. so you're getting quite interesting even though it's two yanks you're getting a slightly broader worldview than you'd think yeah definitely yeah. i think an american in in taiwan is is you know something you don't it's not all that common so definitely it would be a bit of a kind of fish out of water to a degree yeah and um, he's close to china so he's able to talk about it and sort of very interesting through an interesting lens and also he's been out on his own he's been sort of pioneering his space with this paid subscription newsletter that he does a freemium version of for many years so you can get access to the strategic newsletter once a week yeah but he's writing it daily so once a week you can get it free so it's worth if just have a look if it's if you like to nerd out on this stuff which i do this is my jam okay absolutely my jam and as always, it's good to support, you know, content creators, independent content creators. I mean, it's fantastic. So. Yeah, and the subscription's pretty seamless. So you go and sign up with him, you get the, and then I just plug the RSS feed into Spotify and it just pops out like a normal podcast, but I'm paying, but I'm not paying through Spotify, I'm paying directly to him. It's mm, okay. so an interesting model. I could also probably do, I know I can do the same thing through Apple or Stitcher or uh, Pocket Cast, yeah, any of those formats as well, those those platforms. So it, uh, that was the initial reason I jumped on to just see. I went five bucks a month. Let's see, but now I'm, it, it's I will not give up this this subscription. 
Cool. Yeah. I like it. All right. My next one is another sort of shortish show. It's called Instant Genius. Um, this is the host is the team behind the BBC Science Focus magazine. Um, and obviously, they have subject matter experts in on each episode, depending on what they're talking about. So, they're little, they, they would call it bite-sized masterclasses, essentially. So, you know, whatever the kind of topic is for the week, they'll do a real big deep dive into that and, and try and sort of, you know, understand everything around it. So... You know, things like the science of learning music. Um, there was one on deep fakes, which was really interesting, seeing how that technology has just come in so hard and fast and what the potential impacts are of that. Um, NASA's DART asteroid def- uh, deflection mission, which is something that's been in the news sort of somewhat um, recently. It's basically out of the pages of a Hollywood film, like you think Armageddon is essentially what they're trying to do there. It's um, really cool stuff. Yeah, and it's just fascinating. I mean, it, you know, the people that they have on um, are obviously you know very well versed in, in these topics, um, and just yeah, it's it's good length. As I said, it's around thirty minutes, so you know you're not spending too much time, but you do get a good sort of a, a quick sort of hyperlink into whatever that topic is. Man, another BBC podcast. I mean, they do make sensational content. Definitely. I'm um, just looking at this list. We're pretty nerdy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is what we're trying to put forward about ourselves. We're projecting some sort of intellect where one yeah, we might, yeah. might have any. Or a desire to have an intellect. That's exactly right. seen to have it. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, let's blow that up. So this one is one that I know you like. I know Mandy likes, so we may talk about this a little bit later as well. But this, is, this podcast has probably brought me more joy. Uh-huh. And, and more emotion than any other podcast this year. Uh, it's 60 songs that explain the 90s. It's hosted by Rob Harvilla. It is weekly but seasonal and it's a, a ringer podcast. Uh, but it feels like the least ringery of all their podcasts, I think. Yeah, one definitely. Because it seems he li- lives over the East Coast. He's making this in a vacuum. Like they're smart enough to identify him yeah. and pay him to do this. Yeah. But it feels like he's doing his whole fucking thing himself. Absolutely. Like, it's a very self-indulgent podcast. And that would be my only tick against it. It's also probably the reason I love it the most. Yeah. I mean, I was listening. Yeah. I think when it started out, I'm, I'm, I love this show as well. I was listening to the Vanilla Rice one on the way He's on the, this morning. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But the earlier episodes, he's much more on the song and kind of what was around the song. But he, he started to really sort of inject his own story in you know, as they progressed along a bit. And that then got to a point where I think he was doing it almost too much. Yes. He seems to be dialing that back a little bit now, which is good. Great observation. He's found that, he's found yeah. this sort of sweet spot on it. Although the, um, what is it, the five best song, rap songs by a white yes. man in the 90s and it was all Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. Um, <laughs> was, yeah, I, I agree with you because if he'd done that uh, maybe two months ago, I would have cringed, but I just was loving it. Yeah. So, yeah he's going to go again. He's going to go again. Absolutely. Oh, he's gone again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it's very true. And look, it has passed the 60 song mark. Mm-hmm. So now he's, I guess, I he's- in a way he's atoning for sins because there's things that he didn't put in there. Yeah. And there's some you just go, well, how was something like Ice Ice Baby not in the original 60? How was Lisa Loeb's stay not yeah. in the 60? Because I, mean, I was living in, in North America at the time that came out and that came out at the same time as a reality bites movie and that just broke the world that song of my generation at yeah. the time it's like who the fuck is this where did this come from and it just took over the world for that summer and the origin story behind it is fascinating as well i mean he, he's just so knowledgeable and he's such a music nerd and he just that just kind of like spills out of him yeah. as well and he's for, got a great sense of humor very articulate 
For me, the weakest part is the is the middle is the, is the second is the interview. Mm-hmm. I just want his monologue, but you need to have it because his opening bit can just be so self indulgent and it doesn't even really address the song. That's right. You can yeah. often get twenty odd minutes in before you start to hear anything about the actual song in question. Yeah, and look, this is one that if you want to jump into it, just I think just pick the song you want. Yeah, like, totally. pick a song that speaks to you, and then go with it. And if you like the format, then you can go anywhere and then do what you do. Go to the start and yeah. just roll through it. It's um, It seems like it could go on for another couple of years. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's no shortage of songs from that era. It was a fantastic era for music as well. Brilliant podcast. All right. So I have outsourced my uh, final one. I wanted to get just a different sort of point of view that I've added into my uh, top five. So this comes from my wife, Lindsay. Um, she is really into this podcast called Betwixt the Sheet. Betwixt the Sheets, sorry. The History of Sex, Scandal, and Society. So, we've listened to this a few times when we've been sort of driving around from place to place. Um, it's hosted by historian Kate Lister. They Essentially, they market this as, as topics that were skipped in history class. Um, and they just, again, do sort of deep dives into it. They're, it's very sort of focused towards uh, women. It's very sort of feminist podcast. It's fantastic. Well-researched. She's very engaging, Kate. Um, but they cover things like, you know, land, landmark LGBTQ plus uh, court cases, political scandals, uh, the etymology of swear words, which is really cool if you like swearing like me. Obviously, things like witches and, and w- the witch hunts and all of that sort of thing as well. And, you know, even just kind of misogyny within medicine and that sort of thing. So, really, really fascinating. Good sort of to open up your, your, your worldview, I suppose. That's if you're fascinating. A man, it's a good one to listen to. Yeah. Witches? Witches. You've got to listen to the witches one for sure. Oh, man. Okay. Let's give it a go. Now, coming up next, we've got a special, special guest. We're going to bring in the studio super producer, Mandy. That's it. So, let me just get her because I only told her 15 minutes ago this was happening. Yep. So but she's already made she a list, so let's go. <laughs> and we're checking it twice. Reference many times. That's right. Not but never heard. heard. But here we are, Mandy. I know. Let into the nerd cave. This is fantastic. <laughs> I'm excited. You know, we like to call it the cool guy cave, but yeah. I suppose nerd cave. We were just commenting about how nerdy our selections were <laughs> and whether it's making up for a lack of brain power. That's uh, right. Or something else. Well, speaking of the selection, it's eclectic. You've got got your top five. I've got my top five from the year, and I didn't really know what the criteria was. So, not all of these are brand new. Uh, Some have been going for a little while, but I just picked the ones that I enjoy the most and that I listen to the most. You nailed it. You nailed it. All right. So, I really loved Pushkin Industries' Death of an Artist, which was fantastic listening, especially because of the whole Me Too movement and Black Lives Matter. It just felt really on point, and it and it was. It made me angry. It made me angry. It moved me. It made me feel emotions. I loved it and I binged it. So that was a great one. And that's the first Pushkin's true crime one, right? Yeah, yeah I think it is. Yeah. But anything Pushkin does, I love. Yeah, um, Malcolm yes. Gladwell's company Pushkin. Oh, yeah, unreal. So, yeah, so that was a really big highlight and I love a limited series too. So something like I can just binge and, and just consume and then move on. F and Hormones is my second <laughs> choice. This is great. This is so such a good podcast. This is for perimenopausal English chicks yeah. and it won the gold award for the British Pod Awards for the best wellbeing podcast. Okay. And being a perimenopausal woman, I find it both hilarious and incredibly informative. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. I so. mean, it's great. It's definitely one of these things where, you know, podcasts 
give the ability to have deep dives on these sorts of topics yeah. that maybe just don't get spoken about in, in mainstream media at all. Mm. Absolutely. And the fact that it won gold meant that um, I think um, Idris Elba gave them their award <gasps> and he had to talk Lucky. about it. And it was just, it's just like fantastic. We should be talking about this. Yeah. This affects most of the population That's right. <laughs> or half the population. And it's, I've, I've learned all sorts of things, like more from this podcast than I have from my own doctor. Right. Wow, that's huge. Yeah. I mean, I've listened to two episodes and obviously I'm not the target demographic, but thoroughly enjoyed them. Just the banter. These, so real. These, these ladies are hilarious. They are very, very funny. And I think anytime you can put information with funny, works a treat. All right, next one, Dakota Ring. Have you guys ever listened to Dakota Ring by Slate? I have subscribed to this. I have to say that I haven't actually listened to it yet. It's okay. on my sort of, you know, want to listen to it list. I haven't listened to it. What, okay. What's a pitch? Okay, so I love the host, Willa Paskin. She's got a great voice. I am a sucker for a really nice voice. If I don't like the voice of a host, usually I can't listen to the podcast, yeah, okay. regardless of the content. So love her voice. It's usually just a cultural question and it can be an object or um, a look at history and basically why it matters and what it all means. So it's a little deep dive. Episodes have been done on like why the mall is dead. Mm-hmm. So the history of the, oh, shop- like the shopping mall, shopping mall, the history of oh. the shopping mall, how it came to be, and then its decline. Oh, Frank Lowy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look out. Yeah. So and and then things like the first alien abductees and just all sorts of really quirky, interesting stuff. And um, I just find it really easy to listen to if I'm going for a walk or a run or something. Yeah. And um, yeah, I like history when it's packaged in sort of fun, different ways. How long's an episode? Not too long, sort of half an hour, 40 minutes. So very very doable. Yeah, back catalogue's really good as well. And another one on that sort of history bent is uh, Not Past It, which is where they take a moment from from the week in history and explore what it means now and what's happened to that event. It's a really interesting take on history Mm. and kind of looking at things that are just from the week gone by but how it's shaped the world. So so. it's sort of an on this day, is it? Yeah, but not as cheesy as that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a way in, I guess, and sort of endlessly just look at what happened that week. Yeah, it's just one subject from that week. So it's just one thing from that week in history and and how we look back on it now and how that's changed. Oh, so that could go forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I like different treatments like that too for especially for historical stuff. So Yeah, we were talking before about the uh, we didn't start the fire. And just just finding a cool way in. That's like, right. what's the cool way into this history what's the podcast? Yeah. What's the scaffold? I love mm, it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. So I'm already. I've probably gone more than five. No, look. No, no, okay. No, no, no. You got two more. I've got two more. Okay. Chat ten looks three. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I love this so hard. I just love it so hard. I listen to it and I want <laughs> to be their friend and I want to join in the conversation and I think they are just the most incredible, intelligent, fantastic women. Yes. So, yeah, really, really enjoyed it. And I did enjoy this year hearing the live shows as well, which I wasn't sure about. I wasn't sure whether I would enjoy the live because it's a break from format and with audience and stuff like that, but equally as good, They've if got not a better. voted audience, don't they? Yeah, well, the audience just becomes part of it and their guests were really funny and great and fun and it was just interesting to see how each state was different. Mm. You know, I kind of wasn't sure whether they were just going to replicate each show in each state, but they didn't. Like, it's a huge thing. It's a massive undertaking. Huge. Yeah. Um, I took my GP to the Sydney show. Yeah. Just 
I don't want to get any good books with JP, but she's a massive chatter. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you've got to come. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's an incredible show. Yeah. It's just a force of nature, uh, what they're able to do. And don't yeah. you think, too, the transition for Lee Sales, having left the 7.30 report, just to see how she did really relax and yes. start to do things like watch crap TV and, um, you know. <laughs> and go for more than 31 minutes. Yes, an yeah, episode. exactly. It's, 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 that's a very interesting point. I mean, we get them in the studio and we haven't seen them much the last half of the year. You think, oh, they're both off work. We're going to have so much time to come to the studio. But yeah. what they've done is they've had time to tour. So they've been able to do all these live tours because normally I believe for them lining up a live show was, okay, well, When's the election going to be? Is there going to be an election at any yeah. point in the first half of the year? Can't do it. Yeah. All right, well, we'll pick this date because the state election's on that day and they can't have a federal on the same day as the state so we could tour on, say, the 13th of August or something like that. A ridiculous calculus just to book a show. So yeah. I think they've just been enjoying How they managed to coordinate their calendar at all is a miracle, really, <laughs> to be honest. Love it. Um, and then the last one is one that you put me on two stocks and I've been fizzing ever since. It's 60 <laughs> songs that explain <laughs> the 90s. <laughs> yeah. This yeah, is, this is a favourite for everyone around this table. Yeah. yeah, love it, love it, love it, love it so much. I mean, we were talking about how it's evolved a little bit in the second season maybe where it's quite become a game a bit more self-indulgent for Rob maybe and – Kinda, yeah, but that's, I, that's, what I love that's why I love it. I mean, I, I love think, that he yeah. backs himself every week. And, I mean, his guests too. Um, interesting, I've thought about this a lot. I think he interviews his guests first and then does his monologue. I think that's probably how he, he d constructs it because there's often tidbits in the chat mm. that he mentions in his monologue. Kind of and it. I've noticed that he makes the statement and then his guest makes it after oh, him. That, that makes so much sense. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've thought about this way Mandy. too much. Yeah. <laughs> and do you have any favourite apps? Oh, well, you guys were raving on about the Reality Bites app the other day yes. and I listened to it on the plane when I was coming back from Adelaide. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like the deep dive. But also there was a personal element to that episode mm. which I really enjoyed him sharing a little bit more of that personal side of the story. Yes. Um, because music can do that, can't it? That's so. right. Yeah. I mean. There was a Janet Jackson one where Jules called me and we were like both in tears. Yeah. Really? Definitely tugs at the heartstrings. Yeah. But he, um, he makes me laugh too. Like I can be just listening away in my own little bubble and he'll say something like so entertaining, yes. so ridiculously funny and so quick. You know, it's gone in a second. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, he's got an incredible way with words. And I think some of those stories, you know, we've, we've touched on a couple. But like even just thinking back about the Bittersweet Symphony one and just that yeah. whole story about, uh, you know, the Verve yes. versus the Rolling Stones yes, yeah. and just what the impact was of that song. I mean, my goodness, those guys got stitched up. Oh, monumentally. I just love it. I can't yeah. get enough of it. So that's going to take up a lot of my Christmas listening. Go back and uh, do some of the old eps that I haven't done yet. And then I've got some honourable mentions. Okay. Please go. <laughs> <laughs> honourable mentions to Sweet Bobby, the, uh, that crazy oh, catfish that was a great story. One. Yeah, yeah, you put me onto that one as well. Uh, that was another binge. Uh, Welcome to Your Fantasy was a story about the Chippendales, the male strippers. Oh, yeah. That was pretty pretty fun, and uh, I'm across I, that, yeah. there's like a Hulu documentary out now as well. Yeah, um, I've mentioned not past it. Um, I also really enjoyed the Batuta Advocates decode before yeah, the election. Yeah, yeah. Really right enjoyed here. it. Yes, yes, coming back hard next year. Good. Do we have any elections next year? Do we have a state election? We got a state election oh, in New perfect. South Wales. Perfect. Yeah, look out! <laughs> look out! <laughs> 
All right, that's me. I could go on forever, but thank you for letting me in the inner sanctum. Oh, no. Look. Oh, Mandy, it's been great. And thanks for all your help with the show. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, Love and it. look, thanks to listeners and have a good Christmas. Everyone stay safe. Absolutely. See you next year. Bye. Bye. Bye.